morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Monday, September the 5th, 2022. As always, I give God thanks for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. Happy Labor Day. Hopefully people um, are at home and have an opportunity to rest um, from a day of work. Hopefully you have an opportunity to connect with family and friends and loved ones. That's what often happens when we get an extra day off of work. Um, If you happen to be working on today, I want to say thank you um, because that means that your job is extremely important that um, for whatever reason, the company or the organization decided that they needed you. And there's nothing wrong with that. We need the doctors and the nurses in the hospitals. We need the folks that work uh, at the grocery stores, at the different gas stations. We need them. Um, and we saw some of that lived out during um, COVID when folks were shut in. But nonetheless, know that you are needed. So whether you're off uh, today or whether you are working today, God bless you on today. I'm doing my walk, y'all. And so um, I just thought you all would join me. Um, and I want to apologize for Friday, the way I kind of set up the, the prayer or the the weekend word. Something happened where it attached itself to another. I don't know. I'm still learning this platform, even after five years, you know, one thing that is constant is change. And so this is definitely um, changed over time. So on this morning, we are going to be reading from Second Thessalonians chapter number three. And this is Paul's request for prayer. And I was reading it this morning, you know, and it's Labor Day, so I'm thinking, okay, thinking about Labor Day, what it is, its significance to us. And so I read a couple of things. Um, but this is the word that I believe my spirit landed on. And it is a request for prayer. And it's one of those things because as we think about Paul and why prayer is so important in our lives is that, you know, Paul was a mighty man of God. You know, that God changing from Saul into Paul. But in that, we know that he was a mighty man of God. But even he requested prayer. And don't ever be ashamed. Don't ever um, feel bad, no matter where you are on your spiritual journey, to request prayer. We all need prayer. And the Bible tells us to encourage one another in the Lord, to pray for one another. So don't ever lose sight of that. Don't ever, even if you don't get into the specifics of what's going on with you, reach out for prayer Um, because there is power, you know, when we can touch and agree. You know, Bible said we're the Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, there I will be in the midst of them. So know that God's presence, I mean, just imagine you're linking up or hooking up with someone and you are praying and you are praying the word of God and you are touching and agreeing 
on what the word of God says, that his perfect will be done in your life, whether it be health, health-wise, financially, spiritually. He said he's in the midst, and we know that we serve a God who hears and certainly answers prayers. So let's read from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, Paul's request for prayer. I'm going to start with verse 1. As for other matters, brothers and sisters, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you and pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil people for not everyone has faith but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one we have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command may the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. Then he goes into the warning against idleness. So this is where I, I kind of really want our prayer to land because um, even though we may work a, a, a job, so to speak, right? Even though we may go to church, right? What are, what are we doing with with our time outside of that because there's more to serving God than just going to church you know you you've heard that cliche term you're preaching to the choir meaning everybody in church is there because there's a realization my mother would always say um that you know the church is a hospital for the sick meaning that you realize you go to church because you realize that you need to get with some other believers that, that there's power and praise and worship. You know that, you know, you there's a heavy reliance on God and, and what God can do for you. But we know since COVID, many people have not gone back into the building uh, because the church really is within us. But we come together for the power of the collective, the collective in praising God, the collective in honoring God. And so in uh, verse six, he says, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command you, brothers and sisters, to keep away from every believer who is idle and disruptive and does not live according to the teaching you receive from us. And so, good morning. <laughs> you receive from us. And so, what that means basically is that um, we have to be careful from people who don't have anything better to do. Um, think about the people who you may know who stay in constant disruption, um, stay gossiping, stay uh, in drama. Normally it's because they don't have anything better to do. Good morning. And so the scripture tells us to keep away from every believer who is idle and disruptive. Because you, you heard this, what idle time is the devil's playground. People find themselves in stuff when they don't have anything else better to do. It says, for you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example. We were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's food without paying for it. On the contrary, we worked night and day, laboring and toiling so that we would not be a burden to any of you. We did this not because we do not have the right to such help, but in order to offer ourselves as a model for you to imitate. For even when we were with you, we gave you this rule. The one who is unwilling to work shall not 
eat. We hear that some among you are idle and disruptive. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. And I'm going to stop right there. The word of God is clear that even in situations where we may feel deserving of what someone has to give us or offer us or whatever, when we work, when we have like children, for example, in our houses, you know, when children see their parents working, then usually nine times out of 10, there is a drive in them to work. When people see that you are um, that you are working, it's not for you to give everything that you have away to people who don't don't want to work. Now, I didn't say who can't work because some people have disabilities and things of that nature where they physically cannot work. But for people who can work, who just don't want to, they, they want you to do all the work. And they just, they, they can't work. They just don't want to. Or they don't want to work at this particular place or that particular place because they want to make this amount or that amount. The Bible is very clear. If a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. And so it's not for us to sit around and wait for that one thing. But we are to be contributors. We are to be contributors to society. We are to be contributors to our home. We are to imitate what Paul was doing. He was imitating what work looks like. Now, I will tell you, and I'm not going get, to get on a, a whole lot of preachers and pastors and things like that. And some people want to do what they want to do. And it's not just preachers and pastors, right? It's a lot of people. They want to do what they want to do, watch you work and sit back and reap the benefits of your labor. But no, it's a labor day. It is a day of rest, right? That's why we have the Sabbath day. Some some people might, whatever day you set aside for God, it is the Sabbath day where you say, I'm resting. And that is the day where you're not to work. But we ought to know there is importance in the work that we do, right? There is purpose in our work to be contributors to be imitators, right? And to provide. Yes, God is God will provide. You know, so when we provide, that is a that is a resource, but God is our source. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today, oh God. We give you glory, honor, and praise for being the Almighty God. You are great, you are lovely, you are awesome, you are everything to us, oh God. We thank you for this morning's waking up. And last night lying down, we thank you for the measure of strength that we have on today, oh God. Some of us may not have all of our strength. Some of us may not be able to do the things that we used to do. Hallelujah. But God, we thank you for the strength that we do have on today, oh God. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that we have a heart and a mind that is set on you. That we set our minds on things above and not on things beneath. We set our mind on heavenly things, oh God, and not on earthly things. We set our mind on spiritual things, oh God, hallelujah, and not on physical things. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we set our minds on you, hallelujah, for in you, oh God, we have everything that we need. For your word says, oh God, that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches in glory, oh God. Your word says, oh God, you have given us 
everything pertaining to life and godliness. So in you, oh God, we have everything we need physically and we have everything we need spiritually. Hallelujah. God, we bless your name on this marvelous Monday, oh God, for you and only you have allowed us to see another day. You and only you, oh God, woke us up this morning with the touch of your right hand. Some of us didn't get out of bed right away, oh God, but we recognize that it was you that woke us up, oh God. Oh God, we bless your name on this morning, Heavenly Father, as if as we think on labor, as we think on the work that we do throughout the week, as we think on, oh God, the toil of our hands. God, we bless your name on this morning, Heavenly Father, that you have given us places of employment. You have given us means of income. Some of us work in the corporate spaces, oh God. Some of us work in education. Some of us work in the military field, oh God. Some of us, oh God, work in customer service, Heavenly Father. Some of us, oh God, are entrepreneurs, oh God. Whatever field you have placed us in, oh God, we say thank you. We say thank you, oh God, because wherever we are placed, we know there is a need. Wherever we are, wherever we're working, oh God, we know it's because you have set us there. Lord God, help us on today, Heavenly Father, to be mindful of where we are, the things that we say to people and who we interact with, oh God, because we have the power and the ability, oh God, to start someone's day off right with a smile. We have the power and the ability, oh God, to set someone's day, oh God, in discomfort, either by just being nasty or because we had a hard day, we are deflecting that on to someone else. God, help us to be mindful that even in our workplaces, oh God, you are with us. And there is the expectation that wherever we go, that light should drive out darkness. There is an expectation because we are King's kids, that we are imitators of Christ. Lord, we thank you on today, oh God, hallelujah, that you will continue to remind us of the dreams and visions that you have planted in us so that our work is never idle, that our minds are never idle, oh God, but we are always pressing towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. We are always pressing towards our next. We are always leaning into you. We are always praying to you, seeking what's next, that we are living our lives on purpose, that we are intentional about the things of God, that we are intentional, oh God, about what you said. God, help us on today to speak life to those who are dear to our hearts, who may be idle on their dreams. Some are sitting on their dreams. Some are sitting on their vision, God. Some, oh God, remain hopeful about the promises, oh God. But like your word said, hope deferred makes the heart sick because they didn't get the loan, because they didn't get the finances, because they didn't get the grant, God. They remain idle and idleness has set in and caused them to be a busybody. It's caused them to be negative. It's caused them to give up hope on the dream and the vision that you gave them. But God, I pray right now that as I pray this prayer, you are stirring up the gift of the dreams, 
the visions and the hope that you once said to somebody about what you would have them to do about the purpose of their life, whether it is a new business, whether it's writing a book, hallelujah, whether it's being a speaker, whether it is being a, um, a business owner, God, whether it's even being a homeowner, Heavenly Father, the dream, the vision that you have and hope that you've given this person to work, to work at it, to clean up their credit, oh God, hallelujah, to save the money and quit spending, hallelujah, to hire somebody else as a consultant to help them, whatever it is, mighty God. Hallelujah, the work, the work that you have given us to do. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Now, Father God, don't let us forget about the spiritual work that we have to do. The spiritual work that we have to do within ourselves, oh God. The spiritual work of spending time with you, setting setting time aside to spend with you. The spiritual work of reading and meditating on your word. The spiritual work, oh God, of feeding our spirit the right types of things. Don't let us forget about that work. Because if we put aside that work, we're still not eating. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the revelation, Holy Spirit. So even though there's a physical aspect to this, there's a spiritual aspect to this. That we are to work and in idleness, our spiritual man, our spirit becomes busy if we're idle. If we spend too much time gossiping, if we spend too much time watching silly stuff on TV, if we spend too much time listening to things, oh God, that don't glorify you, that don't give you honor, that don't give you praise, God, then we pray right now, Heavenly Father, that you would loose, that 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 spirit of idleness be loosed off of us in the name of Jesus, that the spirit of procrastination be loosed from us in the name of Jesus, and that you would bind perseverance to us, oh God, that you would bind tenacity to us, oh God, that you would bind, oh God, even the spirit of gratitude to us, oh God, that you would bind yet again your word to our hearts, that all of your promises, the promises that you gave us of our hopes and dreams and visions, oh God, that all of your promises are yes and amen. And in your promise, God, there's work that we have to do. That in your promise, oh God, there are things that we have to set in motion, whether it be a phone call, whether it be searching the internet, oh God, whether it be reading your word, whether it be praying and spending time with you and waiting on an answer. There is work for us to do. For God, your word said that every man should work while it is day. For when night cometh, no man can work. The night is a season in our lives, oh God, in which we won't be able to work. But we pray that you would remember us as the work that we could do and did do when it was day, oh God, was pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I know that prayer went off in a whole lot of different directions, but you know what? okay we pray as the spirit leads um and I do want to encourage someone who is um 
who is waiting on um on God to 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 do some things I want to let you know that while you're waiting on God God is really waiting on you if you do your part I promise you he will do his position yourself for your next and watch God show up and fulfill the promise for he is faithful to do everything that he said I love you all have an awesome Monday bye-bye